Welcome to episode number 115 of Towel Light Talk in the year 2019. This is Casey. And this is Chris the Blade Runner. That's it. I hope you guys had a good holiday. We are back. We are pumped up and we're ready to get into some Marvel news. First things up, John Bernthal, The Punisher. Uh, season 2 is coming out on January 18th. They dropped a few trailers, teasers, really. Um, what did you think? Great. I'm really excited. I can't I can't wait until January 18th. Um, the I love that show for its, you know, groundness and violentness and all that great stuff. So it's kind of bittersweet that it's leaving Netflix, but at least we get one more season out of it. Yeah, that's it. Enjoy what you got while you can. <laughs> because likely this is the last time we'll see this version of Punisher. But uh, for two years. Two years of Punisher. We got lucky. Um, no, t- two years until we get more, unfortunately. Oh, uh, I we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows what's going to happen with that whole situation? Marvel Knights, the TV show. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. Um, that would be really awesome, actually. So, who knows? We'll see. They need to start doing some movies, like for that streaming service, just real low budget, like ten million dollars. You know, with these guys, that would be awesome. Blade, throw him in there. Get that stuff cracking. Yeah, exactly. These these shows are great, except when they're drawn out. So it would be awesome to see maybe six episode series or, like you said, a movie or a made-for-TV movie where it's three parts. Awesome. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like a small, small movie. Nothing crazy. Um. Anyway, well, let's go on. So... Captain Marvel had a new trailer that dropped early this morning, um, and we got more into Jude Law as Captain Marvel. Uh, I mean, we we've known who he is and all that kind of stuff. Like, what are you what are you not, feeling about this though? Not really. There was so much speculation that he wasn't Marvel. There was, was that he was that he was another. He was a villain character that um, was part of Star Force. Um, that was a it was a villain in one of the later, like latest runs. I don't know, but the, um, that was another speculation all of a sudden, but then Marvel came out and it was officially said that he was Marvel. So it's cool now. So we'll see what happens. Okay. Also, I t- did tickets not are on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's just a little debate about that. Okay. Um, because they never came out and officially said anything. So, uh, but, uh, tickets are on sale. Cool. I am. I have to. I want to go to that movie opening night. So, yeah, that makes mm-hmm. sense. Whew, that's awesome. 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 Yep. So now you know. Um, let's see here. Venom sequel is coming. It's, it's official. Starting. Yeah, it's official. Original writer. With a writer. Who's the writer? Same thing or different? Uh, I, I said original writer. So I imagine. Okay. Yeah, um, that's, I, uh, I didn't dig too deep into this article. Um, I just watched the honest trailer last night, <laughs> so that's man. out. That's good. It's funny uh, as usual and truthful. <laughs> so, I you know what? Whatever. It's it speaks the truth. Um, the truth about this movie is we didn't need it. We didn't want it. It did awesome at the yeah. box box office, and we liked it. So, I guess we were wrong uh, in a way. But, um, yeah, I'm ready for a sequel now. Yeah. I'm, um, 
we'll see what they do. You know, they they teased if spoiler, they tease Carnage at the end. Um, so I'm pretty sure that's what we have to look forward to for the sequel. So whole lot of Woody. Yeah, and hopefully with that Woody, they get some balls because um, they need a Spider-Man in that movie to make a Maximum Carnage-esque type film. So let's not hold back this time. So right, right. You know, you made the money. Yeah, <laughs> you made, exactly. and you didn't even rate it R. So let's do it. Let's go. Let's go with your master plan, please. Yeah, maybe that's why though, because it could go to kids, and maybe that's why it made so much money. Exactly. I mean, I bought it. My my nephews are obsessed with Venom now. I bought them Venom for for Christmas. You know what I mean? It's it is a whole different audience once you get to that level of like us. We love Venom at that age. I mean, it was like I remember sending my Venom number one to Stanley to get it signed. So it was like, um, yeah, we loved that yeah. stuff at that age. We still love it. Still love it to this day. <laughs> That's right. Um, cool, cool. Uh, so let's move on over to. Some DC news. Yeah, I'm gonna speaking, let... speaking of movies, sorry, sorry to interrupt. <laughs> speaking no, of movies, that we... say, I'm going to let you take this DC. Yeah, movie. man. What's the numbers on this movie right now on Aquaman? What's uh, it what's is that? at nine? <clears throat> as of yesterday, it was at like 940 million. It's now the number one DC EU movie by a long shot. Oh yeah, um, it, which was. Uh, Donna Justice was in second place, and I think that's at like eight hundred and sixty-seven million or something. Um, that maybe this... Wonder Woman. Donna Justice. Oh yeah. Donna... Oh yeah, because the hype, the hype, yeah. yeah, behind it, yeah. Um, and it's likely going to pass a million or a billion. Oh, yeah, that's that's a given. Um, Which will be the first DC movie to do so. Dark Knight never did. Uh okay. Sorry, DCEU movie right. to do so. But this is also approaching Dark Knight numbers. Is that not correct? Or it's you... not, not approaching it? It's it's runner-up to Dark Knight, which is pretty impressive. Right. So Dark Knight, um, it's, its gross is $1 billion. Oh, so, so it, could, it could pass it. it in, could... in today's numbers, it's different, right? Because Dark Knight was like 2000. It's like Eight. 10 years ago, right? Yeah. Yeah, 2008, actually. So, um, yeah, it's kind of... So, Dark Knight Rises made more um, because of how good the Dark Knight was. That made $1.084 billion. Um, So, there's a good possibility that this is the biggest DC movie, period. It should be. Yeah. It's amazing. Yep. That's it. I got nothing else to say about this movie except if you haven't seen it, go see it. Go see if it. You've seen it, go see it again. And if you've seen it in IMAX 3D, do it. <laughs> it's just too good. Yeah. So much fun. So much fun. And like I said, it's a movie that we also had a little hesitance about. <laughs> yeah. Everybody did. Here's yeah. Hollywood. Proven I mean, I think like um, I was saying, I think last episode, like the three movies that I did not want to see this year, uh, Venom, uh, Han Solo, and Aquaman are the ones that I liked up there with the most. <laughs> yeah. So. It's, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 
And then Spider-Man wins Best Animated at Golden Globes. Just There's like no reason that it shouldn't have. No, no. It is the yeah. best comic book movie of the year. Uh, well, Infinity War? Yeah. It's such a different, <laughs> it's such a different level. It's different. It is. It's it's arguable. Um, there's things that I had felt I had different feelings when I walked out of Spider Man than I did with Infinity War. Um, I just I felt like it was much more. It could have much more influence on you know the younger generation. This movie, and also it's time that Miles Morales got a little spotlight. You know, so mm-hmm. I think it was a pretty uh, pretty important film. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Next up, uh, we we know that the one of the upcoming animated films for DC is going to be Justice League versus the Fatal Five. Uh, Fatal Five is a Legion of Superheroes villain set, whatever you want to call them, team. Um, so it's a little bit of a uh, Legion and Justice League team up, of course. Uh, but we got a voice cast announced, and the great thing is that the Justice League Trinity of Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman will be the original. Voices from the animated series, um, and that includes like Tim that includes, Daly and stuff. No, no, Tim Daly was Superman yeah. in the show, in the Superman show. Yeah, and then he was only he was the other Superman for only a short time, and then, um, what's his name? Um, I have to get the name here because I always forget this too. Um, Greg Newburn will be Superman. And Greg Newburn did do the voice on the Justice League animated show. Okay. Along with Susan Eisenberg as Wonder Woman and Kevin Conroy as Batman. So okay. that's cool. That's good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Get it out of that new 52 universe that um, doesn't really need to exist anymore. Um, give us the voice that we hear in our heads when we read Batman, please. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> also, um, The Fatal Five will be voiced by Peter Jessup as Thorak. Tom Kenny as Bloodsport, mm-hmm. Matthew Yang King as the Persuader, and mm-hmm. Summer Montano as Emerald Empress and Grimm's Philip Anthony Rodriguez as Mono. All right, mm-hmm. so it's pretty cool. Um, we also have some appearances by Miss um, Martian, Mister Terrific, and of course Brainiac Five and Satyrgirl from the Legion. So exciting, exciting. I'm down. You know. I am too. I love those movies, and it you know if the original cast is involved, maybe we'll put a little bit more love into these movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll right. see with this. We'll see a reign of Superman. I'm really excited that these movies are going straight to DC Universe now. I think that's genius day release. Um, yeah. So this month, it's been leading up to at the end of the month, reign of the Superman premieres and is released. Um, but leading up to that, it's like All Star Superman's hitting um, the Superman. Um, Superman, Batman movies. So they're putting some cool stuff uh, leading up to that movie. So it's, um, I love DC Universe. That's it. <laughs> just, want, just want you guys all to know, I love yeah, the DC Universe. I do. It's, it's, I know you do. It's, I was just, they just, if they could have more content where I could just live in it all the time, it would be great. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, next up, the, Batman, speaking of animated movies, uh, in the works apparently is Batman a Long Halloween. No brainer. Yeah. But we got Hush coming out this year. Uh, we're, you know, 
they've done the Killing Joke. Long Halloween is long overdue now. I think that'd be yeah. a great animated movie. Right. Yeah, Long Halloween is. Uh, was it Jeff Loeb um, wrote that one? It's great. I love that story a lot. Actually, um, you get to meet all of the different villains. This is good because. It will be interesting if they do it all in one or if they decide to split it up because I think they should split it up into a couple movies. Yes. And it's nice because we actually haven't really seen all of Batman's rogues gallery of classic rogues together in a movie. Right? Period. Period. Right? Yeah. So uh, they it's you know what? And this is this is the thing that really gets me is that we haven't seen Outside of their like his main villain umbrella, we haven't seen really good villains on screen. Um, I think that eventually with Titans, we'll have a good opportunity for that. Um, I hope that you know we get with this new Batman film. It's not just the run of the mill Joker or whatever. Maybe we'll get a good Riddler. I don't. I don't know. I. I don't know. I just feel like I've always said Batman needs a TV show where we can look at the obscure villains. That's and just. You know, it, sometimes I don't well, think they can be. They contained. do. It's called uh, Gotham. Gotham. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Yeah, maybe that's why I love that show so much. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they're gonna um, have a Kite Man on this season. We didn't write yeah. that down, but that is happening. Really? Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. Another yeah. one. Another. You know, Long Halloween's getting made. I want you know, and if we're gonna do these two parters, we're gonna do these multi multi-episode ones. I want Nightfall. I want I want No Man's Land. Let's let's get crazy. Yep. yep. You want to get crazy? <laughs> let's get crazy. <laughs> anyway, go on. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, more Gotham City news. Uh, I you, We all thought that Batwoman was a go anyhow, but apparently it wasn't official. Um, but now it is the pilot has been greenlit uh, for Ruby Rose's Batwoman TV show with David Nutter from Game of Thrones attached to direct. Epic. Yeah, sure. You know, um, I don't know. She didn't sell me. We talked about it. Yeah. So I got a I'm not excited. I guess I'll just say that. The potential is great. Uh, let's put it this way. The look was great. What they did was good. And the potential of Gotham City and that universe is good, too. Um, I would say that I would watch 25-episode series. They should get serious and start Boy. putting these down as like like they did with Legends. Shorter. Yeah. Um, just may, put more money into it. Make it 10 episodes and call it a year. You know, mm-hmm. I would appreciate something more like that. Um also, when we're thinking about the future of the CW, um, especially with Ali's apparent, you know, move with the with the monitor, um, we're gonna have a vacancy for a vigilante in the CW verse, I'm sure, after this season. So, will it be a filler for that? For that, maybe you know, we'll see. I think, uh, to be honest with you, I think that's what we're gonna get. I think this is gonna be. Um... Holly will get half a season next year, nine episodes or whatever, and then she'll go and and run out the rest. Yeah, that's a good that's a good thought. After, yep. Like go into the go into the crisis, 
and then after he's gone. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. So or or we get or we get a John Stewart show. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, that's who I am. That's right. Mm-hmm. I want to go to that earth. We need to be going back to that earth and doing more shows there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um all right, so we'll see. Time will tell with this show. Uh, finally, Young Justice premiered on DC Universe this past Friday with the first three episodes. Uh, so every Friday there'll be three more episodes. So really, we're looking at only four weeks. No, how you're looking at eight? It's twenty-four. Eight? It's twenty-two or twenty-four episodes for the first half. No, right. So they're splitting the seasons up. Yeah, you can see like on the app. Yeah, it's it like all the way to 26 like, weeks away or 50 weeks or something crazy like that. It's something. Yeah. yeah. So it's so we're only getting four weeks of release and then four weeks later. Is that like 12 and 12? I guess that's how it works. This mm-hmm. seems like it's me. Yeah. I think like you'd be getting quicker. eight weeks of three episodes. But they're not releasing the whole season at once. They're not? No. They're cutting it up. Okay. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Take your word for it. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So, and interesting enough, I would have been releasing maybe two episodes a week, <laughs> to be honest with you. Because then you just—it's like there's six weeks, you know. Titans was twelve weeks, you know. So it's it's cool enough. I was I was uh, happy that it's back, and I liked the first few episodes. So it's good setup. It's good to have the young justicers back. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Cool. Yeah, I um really like those episodes, honestly. They they were a lot of fun and um we'll see how things go. <laughs> that's all I, that's all I'm gonna say. Mm-hmm. We'll just see how it goes. Um okay, well time for a commercial break. Yay! There the bugger is. She's a big one, ain't she? Oi! Over 20 points of articulation, great sculpting, and look at the paint job on her! We've been looking all over for this one. Let's get them in our sights and end this hunt now! Alright. Alright. Steady. Steady now. Uh, Got him! It's the pursuit of plastic. Listen to the podcast from the creators of Don'tForgetAtowel.com, geek out about toy news, hunting, and histories on your favorite collectibles. We are back after the commercial break. Chris, what do we got in the comic book world? All right. Uh, So, Brian Michael Bendis teased a little bit of what's to come in 2019 uh, from him, along with... How many comics is this dude writing? I don't know. But he, I mean, it, it's as long as he doesn't lot. stop. <laughs> All right. So the thing about it is that he is writing a lot of comics, but at yeah. the same time, people are writing comics for the Wonder Comics impression, like the new imprint as well. So, like his involvement in the new one is like Young Justice, but then like Sam Humphreys is writing Dial H for Hero. I don't believe that Bendis is writing. Um, no, he's writing Naomi. Mm-hmm. That. I haven't started reading that, but that um, that's spinning out of Young Justice and a, a new character. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then um, the announcement now is also with Amethyst. 
she's going to be spinning out of her own title as well out of Young Justice, and they have a creative team for that. So he's kind of like he's like moving the pawns around. Um, he's kind of the puppet master of all this while also writing action comics and Superman. And um, apparently uh, we have a little tease that um, that we may be getting some Legion of Superheroes from him, which I'm sure might fall under Warner Comics and more younger audience, hopefully. And then um, also some fourth world stuff. Uh, we've been getting Mr. Miracle. We've got um, female furies right now going on. So anything else from, you know, the new gods is always accepted, accepted by me with open arms. Right. I agree. Anything new gods. Give the old gods. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, that too. <laughs> oh, inside jokes, guys. Um, or if you listen, to not old, if you listen, <laughs> if you listen to old episodes, you might be able to pick that one up. Yeah. Okay, what's next? You yeah. tell me. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what we got here. We got a little bit of news um, from Dark Horse, which I thought was kind of strange, is putting out an Aladdin anthology comic um, based off of the new movie. So things that have been going on with the genie, with the lamp, with Aladdin, with Jasmine. Um it's 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 weird because like they're also going to be doing a Dumbo graphic novel. Like I didn't know Disney had a partnership with with a uh, Dark Horse. I thought it was just uh, IDW. But each one of yeah, them is going to be seventy two pages, and they'll be ten ninety nine. Um, they did stuff last year. They did Frozen, Utopia, and Incredibles too. I guess they just kind of for us flew under the radar. <laughs> Right, it's weird. It's weird, man. I mean, hey, as much as you want to get out there and get involved, I love Dark Horse. Always have. So, yeah, you know, with them, they started losing some licenses, and it was kind of sad to see like Buffy go from there. And but you know what? Just keep being involved. I mean, they just put out Polar. You know, Polar was from Dark Horse. That is it. Polar is that what's called the new uh, Mads Nicholson, whatever his name is, movie on Netflix. They did about that assassin, about like the where he plays an assassin. That was a that's a dark horse title, um, because I saw them hyping it on their social media the other day. Oh, you know what? We talked about this quite a long time ago. Yeah, and I forgot until until just yesterday or the day before it popped into my head. I was like, oh yeah. And I was like, oh man, I want to see this movie. And then in, I was like, when does it come to theaters? Like, oh shit, it's going to Netflix. So that's cool. Okay, so. People are calling it like John Wick, but with Mads Mickelson. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I saw. It was like a John Wick comparison to it. Okay. So that's coming out on January 25th. Yep. yep Interesting. Yep. Little, little dark horse love. Yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. Oh, and also, I mean, as long as we'll be on the topic later of Alien, um, the good thing is that another Aliens series will be hitting this month. Um, Resistance, what was it called? It's Resistance, but uh, by Brian Wood, uh, featuring Amanda Ripley. So we have a big, we have some stuff to talk about later in the show, and I'll bring that up again. But 
just a little dark horse thing. Mm. Okay. All right. Um, cool. Uh, now we got some TV news. Um, speaking of Netflix again, uh, they're going to be doing an animated anthology series from David Fincher and Tim Miller, who directed uh, Deadpool and um, he's doing the new Terminator. So it's called love, death and robots. Um, stop motion anime. Uh, I don't even CGI, like everything, everything. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that should be something different. <laughs> you know, very, very different. Yeah. I think we were talking about it a little while ago in a couple episodes, like about how, um, you know, they did that experiment with the matrix, uh, movies and they did that animated anthology and it mixed a bunch of different genres, more anime, but this is, uh, it's cool when they do that, you know, I'm always up for anthologies and, uh, always up for more animation. So that's, it's a cool idea. Plus that team, Dave Fincher and Tim Miller, I mean, he's still, I think, the runner of Blur Studios. And, you know, the guy Blur Studios does, uh, they did the Arkham Origins um, fights, like the one with him and and, uh, Deathstroke, which was insane, and and Black Mask. And they're the ones who do all of the Knights of the um, Republic, right? Is it Old Republic? I don't think it's Knights of the Old Republic because that's Kotar. Just the one that's on PC. Tour, tour. So those CGI scenes, that's yeah. all Blur Studio. So the awesome. dude knows animation. So Lord knows what he's going to do with his own stuff. That's it. Very cool. Um, let's just uh, also, as long as we're talking about new like studios and production companies, Zack Snyder announced a new one as well. Production um, company? Or? Yes, he did. The Stone Quarry. Okay. Film, television, and animation. Uh, Zack Snyder is launching a new media venture that will be producing film, television, and animation content under the banner of the Stone Quarry. Um, New year, new identity. After 14 amazing years making groundbreaking entertainment under the cruel and unusual films moniker, we're excited to unveil our new company identity as we move into 2019 and beyond. Although cruel and unusual films will always be a proud part of our legacy, our new and exciting future creative endeavors will be mined, chiseled, and honed in the stone quarry. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Sure. You know? <laughs> All right. Whatever. I'm, uh, I'm always excited to see that kind of stuff. So. Right. Exactly. If, if good content comes out of all this, bring it on. Well, it's like, What's his name with Oats? Exactly. Um, who's that director? Blanken. Me too. Um, Jeez. It's not Duncan Jones, even though I can't no. read Duncan Jones. No. Uh, I guess like a, a simple Google search yep. uh, will there. help. Neil <laughs> <laughs> Blomkamp. Thank you. So if you guys have not seen anything that he's done over there, um, just so weird stuff. It is. Experimental work, but you know what? Most of it's been really good. Um, Mm -hmm. So he just created a studio that a lot of it's crowdfunded. Um, A lot of it's just 
crazy. And um, the thing that I like a lot about it is that it takes a lot of feedback from fans mm-hmm. um, and works it into what they've been doing over there. So haven't had a chance yet. Go check out um, Oats Studio and more power to Zack Snyder. I think he's a powerful visionary. I just think he had a he had a rough go of things. So we'll see how it goes now. Um, HBO showed a trailer of the, uh, their lineup for 2019, and within it, they showed a little clip from Game of Thrones and a little clip from Watchmen. Did you get to see this? These. I watched Watchmen. I haven't watched Game of Thrones because I haven't finished it yet. So, oh, you, two seconds. No, I know. Two seconds. I'm not. Even, I'm not touching anything. Okay. I've been this long without spoilers. It's pretty good. I don't even, I don't even know. I don't want to know who's alive still. All right. <laughs> Where are? How far are you? Three episodes into last season. Oh my god! Well, yeah. you better hurry the f up. I don't. I don't know that. I need to. I need to. Pirate the shit out of that. <laughs> yeah, you do. Well, it's all over the internet. There's German sites playing it right now. So just gotta Google search your way into it. But um what would you think of the Watchmen? Interesting. Little piece uh, of Jeremy Irons, little piece of Rorschach. Yeah. I mean whoever the Rorschach is now, um, unless he's immortal. Um but yeah, the Ozymandis is cool. It's a great idea. Uh, I don't know. I can't wait. Yeah, that'll be good. Um, and then I don't know if you saw this, but have you ever seen that movie, Hannah? Yeah, I like that movie. It's good. Yeah, I actually just showed my wife not that long ago, a couple months ago, and we really, I was like, you know what? Now I remember why I really like this movie. Joe Wright is an amazing director. I mean, he's like usually like sense and sensibility and <laughs> like these period dramas, but for some reason he did Hannah and it's a beautiful looking movie and it's pretty weird. Um, but they're making a TV show out of it for Amazon um, starring. Actually, it's funny. The two stars from the killing are Joel Kinnaman. And I can't remember the lady's name, but they'll be playing uh, her dad. And then the Kate Blanchett character, the FBI person who's tracking them down. So um, I actually think this is cool. I think it's uh that's one thing about Hannah is like they kind of they kind of open up another big world into it, but you just don't get to see it. And the show will be able to explore it. And I like both of those actors a lot. I loved. You ever watch The Killing? No, that's a good show, man. You can binge that on Netflix. It's it's about like someone who dies, and then these two detectives that have to track them down, and it it goes on for like four seasons, like this giant murder mystery. Huh. It's. It's good. It's very good. Cool. But, anywho. Um, Alright, so let's go on to some movie news. Uh, the Predator, the movie that everyone loved to hate this last year, um, had an alternate ending featuring super suits that belong to Ripley and Newt. Um, is this on the Blu-ray? Is that what that is? I don't know where it is. I don't know if it was ever filmed. Um it was an idea behind it. I, I don't know, to be honest. I read this online. Um, that they either wanted to do it or they did it. And it's just like the name tags are there. Um, but here we go. This is another, let's try to reopen that universe. Well, they remember they were doing, I mean, <laughs> this is more tied into it, but like 
at the end of the movie. Did you watch The Predator? Yeah. Okay, so spoilers. At the end of the movie, instead of that weird suit, it was supposed right. to be Dutch. Right. Yeah. Or or these two. That's, right. That, well, Arnold these alternate. No. These are alternate endings, exactly. So this was another alternate ending outside of the Dutch one. Um, or or was this part of the Dutch one? It's it's something it's something kind of weird like that. Either way, um, we didn't get it. No, we got some um, stupid ending. Yeah, um, this these kind of endings would have been like no, no brainers, but for some reason, 20th Century Fox wanted to just mess with mess with the movie a little bit too much, and unfortunately, you know, like a lot of hate goes towards like you know Black and Decker, but it's it's kind of unfair hate too. Because I don't think their film was really made. Parts I don't think so either. Um, and it stinks. <laughs> right. Because you can tell it was cut to shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just really... It, does, it just doesn't... It stinks. Even what's-his-name, so Decker uh, talked... A little while ago about, or sorry, Shane Black, the director, talked a little while ago, but he says, um, you know, it never got finished, so the effects aren't in it. Um, you know, he was thinking, like, if we added a couple extra million, we could go and, and put in some stuff, but, you know, they just don't want to do it. So, for now, we will never see it, which is a damn shame. Right. Because now probably won't get even a spin out spin off of this. Yeah, yeah. So here we go. I mean, it's it's one of those franchises that um, it never will go away. You know what I mean? I don't like same thing with aliens. Like we're never gonna not have alien movies or Terminator movies or whatever. It's just how long now is it gonna take for us to see one? That's the problem right or how long is it going to take to make one that is good and can be producing spin-offs and 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 a shared universe because that's what people want and it's yeah. just wasting our time not doing that so who knows what happens when disney owns all this we'll see well i will say it costs 88 million to make it it made 160 worldwide. So not a ton of money, but it did make enough money to justify its existence. Um, sequels have been made for less. Not that I necessarily need to see a sequel to that film, but... Especially just, less of a sequel. <laughs> right. It's just... Uh, again, I don't know if I can even blame Black & Decker. I really just blame the studio cut. Yeah, I don't blame them at all. Yeah, I would love to see the original version. Yeah. So... All right, moving on. Um, Dennis Villeneuve, uh, the director of Blade Runner 2049 and Arrival and uh, Sicario, beautiful, beautiful director, is remaking Dune. Um, I don't know if he's beautiful. His movies are beautiful. (laughs) And uh, and, uh, David Bautista is going to be joining this Dune reboot, remake, what have you. What do you. What do you think about this? It's fine. I mean, he was in Blade Runner 2049, so it makes sense that he's in this movie. 
is a relationship with the director like are they friends you know what i mean so just like hey i want to be in this movie well he is i mean because he's in blade runner right exactly so it's not big news i like dave batista um I just I'm kind of excited for this Dune movie if it's going to be in in as beautifully made as the other ones he's done. So let's let's do it. I just want the spice, right? <laughs> bring bring on the spices <laughs> and put you know Sting I mean? in the movie, and definitely have Sting do the soundtrack for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, reggae, reggae. Yeah, Sting and, and Shaggy, they got that soundtrack down. That's that's what they've been working on for years. <laughs> um, apparently, there is a skateboarding Space Jam in the works, or at least been talking about over at Warner Brothers. So Since the nineties, <laughs> yeah. Well, starring Tony Hawk and other skateboarders. Um, so. <laughs> With skate, Jason, skate Jason Jam, Jason Lee, <laughs> Ch- Jason Lee, yeah. So skate, skate Jam is on the way. Skate Jam. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god! Yeah. What do you think of this? I had this discussion the other day about like, do people still rollerblade? I was like, no, I don't think so. People still skateboard though. Skateboard ain't going. Skateboarding ain't going anywhere. Um, so. I I don't know, and I think most importantly, I don't care. Yeah, that's it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about Space Jam getting remade with uh, LeBron James either. I never. No. I'll be honest with you. I don't even think I ever watched that original movie. People love it. I haven't either. I don't. I just it it was not my cup of tea at that time. Okay, let's move I on. Love, I love basketball and animation, and I haven't watched the movie, so don't yeah. feel too bad. <laughs> yeah, right. That's true. I got, I got better yeah. things to You're do. You're the core audience, and you didn't watch it. <laughs> That's exactly. Um, so let's go on. Let's let's go to Glass uh, news here. Yeah. Let's do that. Uh, so Glass is coming out pretty soon. Um, we got a time frame. That it is 15 years after the events of Unbreakable and about three weeks after the events from Split. Um, we're also going to be using some un, some unused Unbreakable footage in it, uh, M. Night confirmed the other day. And that the son is back. Uh, the original actor, I can't remember what his name is, Tegan something like, he's back to be playing Bruce, once, Bruce Willis's son again. What do you think of all this glass news? What was who was the son again? Bruce Willis's son. And what was the twist with that? Anything? I don't no. remember that. No. It was just his son in the movie, right? Yeah, it's just his son. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Um, I'm done watching footage from this movie and trailers because the last trailer was basically the movie. Um, uh, I think while well, it's an M Night movie, so it was. yes, of course, <laughs> I know. But at the same time, it's an M Night movie. And it could suck balls. So it could go either way. Uh, I love Split. I love Unbreakable. I love s- some of his movies. Um, but this universe I love the most. And they're waiting for this movie. So I'm pretty excited for it. I also don't want to get my uh, hopes up too much. Yeah, I actually just watched Unbreakable again on Sunday. I got to do it. I got to do yeah, it. Yeah, because... 
you know, I was talking with with my wife, and I was like, you know, what? I I have not seen this movie in at least ten years. Like it came out in two thousand. Yeah, so it was it maybe even longer. It was it was on that like the the high wave of comic book movies at that time. It was before that. Remember, it was um, before that. This it was before, before Spider Man and before before X Men. Like right around the same time as the first X Men movie or Fantastic Four. Blade. It's weird. Like there was some weird things in there. Well, yeah, Blade Blade set the paved the road. Yeah, um, and I'll still argue that <laughs> every day of my life. Um, the but the idea behind this is that he made this comic book movie before it was even a popular thing. And it was a good movie. Um, unexpectedly a comic book movie. And people were like, well, it was a comic book movie. Um, and it was a pleasant surprise at that time. So now fast forward 20 years almost. And you're like, how will this exist within that, within this realm of comic book movies and where we are today? Um, it's cool because with split being such a big twist um, and, and being part of that universe um, and being a newer movie uh, now doing glass. I think it's, it's, it's pretty smart. Yeah. I, um, I'm not too worried about it. I think he'll, I think he'll handle it. Like, I think that some of these directors get too big for their britches in a, in a sense. And I think he was one of them. He was riding high off of signs and unbreakable and whatever. And then he did, the village and people still like that, but then he did Lady in the Water. I think Lady in the Water is the only movie where he like failed miserably because honestly, I don't love Signs, but it's not a bad movie. And The Village, all the way until that ending, I actually really liked it. I'm not saying his movies are bad. You watch the ha- the Happening is his, right? Oh, Happening is horrible, 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 horrible movie. Um, so yes, yeah, Lady in the Water and The Happening were the last two, and The Happening is what destroyed him. What about Devil? He wrote it, which I like. He didn't that direct movie. it, though, right? No, he didn't. But that's a good movie. And then okay. he just yeah. did The Visit or whatever, like with the grandparents and the kids. But that's now him with Blumhouse. So right. That was supposed to be really good, I heard. It I need to watch really that. Yeah. It is good. Um, but that's him being super creative with no money. I think he got too big, like I said. And no... no uh, real names and then with split he got lucky with james mcavoy but that's it everybody else is again not really a big actor and then uh, this one obviously is different but again i think the budget maybe is 10 million dollars it's very small it's another blum house but you take 10 million he'll make that in one day if oh, not yeah. more this movie will make probably 60 million or so and like again I could do a whole podcast about how much I love Blumhouse and their economics, but it's a smart choice. Um, I think, you know, like you said, with that world, there's a lot, you know, what is, what is uh, he been doing? Elijah been doing for 15 years. Cause at the end of unbreakable, he goes off to a mental institution, which is obviously in the previews where we see them. Right. But how did Bruce Willis even get there? Like, what's he been doing for 15 years? <laughs> like, obviously, the Beast needed to be there because he has multiple personalities. But, like, how does that whole thing work? And, again, comic book movies are uh, something completely different nowadays. People forget. The Mask is a comic book movie. Men in Black is a comic book movie. The Losers. Like, there's so many different movies that don't have superheroes that are comic book movies that this is fine. 
and it's not even actually based off a comic book. So <laughs> it's just, it's going to be, uh, I, I'm super excited about it. I'll probably see it in an IMAX and, um, yeah, pumped. Absolutely. Uh, okay. Moving over to gaming news. We have alien blackout coming to Android and Apple devices. Uh, I think for five bucks, six bucks. Do you remember? Five bucks. Four ninety nine. The, the the price of your soul. I read a review on it uh-huh. um, the other day, and they said it's pretty good. It's just that the controls suck ass because it's on mobile, and therefore, that's what I'm. Who wants to play it? Exactly. That's really, it. it's stupid. I, I don't care if the game is good. It, it can look as good as you want it to look, but it's like you want to run away from that fucking alien. You can't do that on touch control. If you played Alien Isolation, it's most like where murders your face and all that stuff. So it's like, um, I'm sorry. You want to, want my opinion on this? Go read my article from yesterday. The basics. The basis of this is that there's a multimedia event surrounding Amanda Ripley coming out this month, um, featuring this game, which is a sequel to Alien Isolation and uh, Alien. Aliens Resistance, uh, like we mentioned earlier, uh, which is a direct sequel to um, Isolation. And so all this is going to tie into their event uh, since this year is, what, the 40th 40th anniversary of Alien, <clears throat> which is a big year for Alien. I'm more excited to see what's going to happen on 426 Alien Day. Yeah. Than I am about all this. Because I'm really pissed off that they didn't just go and make a sequel to Alien Isolation on consoles and PC. I mean, you sit there, like, yeah. like that game was awesome. You sit there in the dark, screen, huge screen, control, like, what are you going to get that same? You can't get that on a phone. You can't get that on a tablet. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Plus, Creative Assembly is not even involved in this anymore. It's like D3Go or some mobile company that made Marvel Puzzle Quest and whatnot. So, fine. Put it on mobile, but then you're charging for it. Nobody wants to pay for mobile games these days. <laughs> Depends on the mobile game. Yeah, it does. It, it does. So we'll see how it goes. Um, you know, I share many of the same sentiments. I don't know if it's going to make that money, but we'll see. Um, and then the makers... So can you take this now... Yeah, I just I just read something the other day. It was a little tidbit. Um, apparently, we've been we've really been lacking in in Marvel games, um, RPGs, and whatnot. And um, I I don't know if uh, what's going to happen with this, but the World of Warcraft developers are going to be making a Marvel game. Who knows if this is like an MMO or or what it is? But um, be on the lookout for more news in that realm. Remember when Square? Remember when Square Enix was supposed to have some deal with Marvel? Remember? Yeah, they're still. Remember, we saw a little, a little teaser. Yeah. Well, I need to stop yeah. wasting time. Let me give you a little bit more insight into this. Yes, please. Um, it's the former Hearthstone designers are doing it. Um, they left Blizzard and created their own studio. Um, they got funding for it um, from the person who's coming up with Diablo Immortal, which is their mobile game, um, to be making a game set in the universe. If you're not familiar with Hearthstone, 
that is a card game. Um, not to say that these guys are only card game people, but that's you know that's a possibility. Um, oh, I don't know if it's a card game necessarily or if it's some new game entirely. Um, it would be kind of cool, in my opinion, just to do. Actually, you know what? No, a mobile game. I don't care. I'm sorry because I've played some of those Marvel games. And they're fine. And there's people who play them. I just, I don't want more Marvel games on my phone. I want something on my oh. console and only releasing um, the one for the Switch, Ultimate Alliance, just for Switch exclusive for now, because I'm sure they'll go and, and change that. But yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't care. That's it. I, I don't. <laughs> I'm so sick of this bullshit. Like, I got to play these games on my phone because you guys don't want to go out and actually put money into a game. I understand that a lot of stuff goes into that, yeah. but look how much money, like it's not like console gaming is dead. Look at what Red Dead Redemption 2 just made. And you know what I mean? It's like, look at this, look at the last year in freaking games, God of War, Spider-Man, Red Dead. I mean, last year was amazing. And yeah. it's not like it's going anywhere and people are buying them. So stop fucking around and making these damn mobile games. Right. That's it. That's it. Sorry for yep. language. Well, my, I think uh, that's the other thing that people, I don't know if they like realize this or not. Like there's a huge market for single player games. They're the ones who win your game of the year awards. Yep. Almost every time. Like you want to go and add an online component like uh, Uncharted or Red Dead or what, like you want to do that. That's fine. But like, you know, when you spend more time on a single game, Last of Us, you know what I mean? Like you, that's what's going to get you awards, which is going to get you more money. That's it. All right. What's next? Uh, not really any Star Wars news. I guess our yeah. Star Wars news will fall into the Pursuit of Plastic. All oh, right. So, Black Series General Grievous is on its way. It's going to be available on Wednesday, January 9th. Uh, probably by the time you listen to this, it is an online exclusive, uh, which just means online retailers. So, you know, as I was, you know, in the groups last night, people freaking out, uh, screw you Hasbro and all this stuff, but don't worry, nerds. You, you could probably get your black series grievous. I will even put up a link on our website. If you want to go through that to entertainment earth, uh, but there's a few other sites carrying it. Twenty nine ninety nine. uh, I might give it a shot, to be honest with you. <laughs> okay. I might. It's got a cloth cape, which is kind of weird to me, but... Um, Isn't there a Bandai one? There... Yes. Uh, so the figure arts was teased this past year, um, and I don't know when it's going to go up for pre-order, if it'll be a Soul Web exclusive. I haven't had any issues getting the Soul Webs lately, so that's that's good, too. So maybe they're making more of them. Um, so we'll have to wait and see. But also Hasbro has been kicking butt with their Black Series lately. So Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, I want Grievous, you know? He's one of my yeah. favorite characters from that world, definitely design-wise. So, um, you know, yeah, maybe I'll even do it. Exactly. Because who knows how much that figure arts would cost? I'd pay it 
and I paid for that articulation. Yep. Um, that's going to be the real thing about this one. Can you? How posable is he? Yep. Because um, he gets into his little balls, like, and walks on his <laughs> weird back crab legs and whatever, you know. So, if I could do that, <laughs> let's do that. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Um, and then finally today, uh, Super Seven announced just the other day that they their Wave Four of the Club Grayskull figures, which are based on the Filmation Masters on the Universe He-Man show. Uh, Wave 4 is now up for pre-order. Uh, there's six figures in there. Uh, uh, Prince Adam, um, Shadow Weaver looks amazing, Roboto, and Stratos, and then two other ones I know, but of course, as usual, they throw in jobbers, uh, and you have to actually order <laughs> all of them as a wave in order to get to the point where you can order individual fig- figures. So um, Super 7 is a little shysty like that. If you do want to order these figures individually, you can hit up places like Big Bad Toy Store. Uh, they sell the individual figures at $50 a pop versus $35, uh, which you get through the club, I think, which is a nice markup. But people do pay that just to get, um, say that you want to get Shadow Weaver, pay it now because that Shadow Weaver is going to be over $100. Um, but you know, these all, these all look really good and I love the filmation series and I haven't, I have not, not ordered them yet. So (laughs) you have through January 31st to order this wave. Uh, there is a payment plan through partially, uh, set up as well. So you can do nice three payments as well. All right. Hey man. I like that Shadow Weaver. <laughs> that Shadow Weaver's sick. Uh, the Roboto one, or Robotnik, whatever his name is. I remember I had that figure when I was a kid. It's, I love it when they make these figures um, that I remember so well from having originally. Um, and also that Stratos is all cartoony and shit, which is awesome. So, um, cool. Sweet. It's good stuff. Where can you find us? We are at don'tforgettotowel.com. Uh, your you know, daily source for all things geekly. And also on the social medias, we got Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. That's right. If you guys have any show ideas, you want to chat it up with us, you can also email us at don'tforgettotowel1 at gmail.com. But in the meantime, stay geeky. And uh, this is Casey saying bye. And this is Chris. We'll see you next time.